Welcome to Kingdom Talks, where we engage leaders, teachers, creative artists, and everyday people in conversations that awaken listeners to new revelations of the Kingdom Age. All of our courses, community conversations, partnership links, and much more can be found on our website, kingdomtalksmedia.com. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome, everybody. This is the Next Agers Group, and we're excited to do a Christmas show for you. And we really don't know what's going to happen, but that's the beauty of it, is we're, gonna, we're just hopping on here to talk about Christmas and um, what you think of it, each one of you on here. And to wish you Happy Hanukkah. And Yes, Happy Hanukkah, <laughs> Merry Christmas. Uh, what else can we say? Kwanzaa. <laughs> Yeah. Saturnalia. (laughs) Happy birthday to all of those guys, you people that have birthdays around this time. Yeah, it's a tough time to have a birthday, I can tell you. Mine's the 29th. Yeah, they get forgotten. Wedding anniversaries, you know. (laughs) So, who wants to start us off? Uh, What do you want to say about Christmas and what's been your journey with Christmas? Because there's a lot of people out there that obviously don't celebrate Christmas they you know, feel it's pagan and it's you know totally against any Christian uh, beliefs and all that and then there's others who just absolutely love Christmas and just are full-on into it you know the the lights and the trees and everything yeah, yeah. so if you go don't ahead. Mind, I, I have something to start us off with all as right. far as uh, even why December 25th you know at least you know either Jesus was born on that date probably not but he has allowed the entire world to think so, right? And God is sovereign. And why is that? And, and, and there's a really cool reason for it. And it's, uh, uh, I heard this a few years ago about the fact that, you know, you have winter solstice. The sun has gone down as low as it's going to go. And it kind of stalls out there for, for several days. And on December 25th is the first day you see it start to rise again. You know, Jesus, the light of the world. Yeah. You yeah. Know, a picture of his incarnation being our life, the light that gives light to every man that's really powerful and beautiful yeah well and i think most people well i shouldn't say it there's a lot of people that already know that um when you do dig into the scriptures a little bit more and you can help with this because you you've uh, been more fresh on it than i have but you know the the looking at the um the different priestly groups that were in the the temple at the time and you start to to work through all that and you you know it is actually very easy to see that Christ was very, very likely conceived around Christmas time. And that, you know, again, that relates to the, the light of the world. Hanukkah yeah. is a celebration of the lights. So, and then nine months later, he would be born then around Feast of Tabernacles, which is Emmanuel, God, God with, with us. us. So yeah. it all is very fitting. Wow, that is a heavy revelation. That- so if anybody's right in the floor right now, <laughs> if anybody's interested, it is based on uh, when Zachariah, you know, they can trace when he was in the temple because of when his family was, you know, conducting Serving. that. And from then, you know, with scripture saying six months later and, and so on, uh, you can pretty much pinpoint it to the Feast of Tabernacles. And I love how it f- fulfills not only that Christ would come into the world, be conceived at the Festival of Lights, Hanukkah, but then, you know, be born at Tabernacles. Yeah. Yes, and and even um, with whenever a conception takes place, there's a flash of light, Mm -hmm. you know, when conception takes place for every human being. That's amazing, like the Christ life within us, Christ who is your life. John chapter one. 
That's yeah. Right. yeah. He, he lighteth every man that cometh into the world. Mm-hmm. That's brilliant. All right, himself. so let's see a show of hands. How many of you have been totally against Christmas, at least at some time? <laughs> All right. And then uh, anybody still against Christmas right now? <laughs> Other than the Christmas well, tree say... behind you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm against it. I just I meant uh, no. Uh... <laughs> but the Illuminati is against it now. That's so. right. <laughs> the Illuminati well, is against it. Yeah. Well, here's the thing: is is I think we've all had a journey, and I know that for me, I, I use scripture. I think it was out of Jeremiah. Derek, you were we were talking a little bit about this, about you know the not having the tree in the house and and not decorating it and so forth. And yeah. it's just like, wait a minute, that was that scripture was given how long ago? I mean, several thousand years ago. And that's the uh, go-to scripture, right? Yeah, and yet and Jeremiah yet, like, chapter ten. I do you want me to read it right quick? Just yeah, quick. yeah. Okay, so, uh, you know, a lot of those people who are going to tell you that Christmas is pagan and how we shouldn't learn the way of the Gentiles and learn the way of the heathen. Um, Jeremiah chapter 10, verse 1, it says, Here's what the Lord says to you, people of Israel. This is what the Lord says. Do not learn the way of the nations or be terrified by the signs in the heaven, uh, though the nations are terrified by them. For the practices of the people are worthless. They cut down a tree in the forest. And they, you know, they, they actually liken this as you going out with your family and getting your Christmas tree. <laughs> they cut down a tree in the, for, in the forest and, they, and the craftsman shapes it with his chisel. Um, they adorn it with silver and gold. And they'll show pictures of like the, mm-hmm. the, the you know, the little tapestries and like silver ornaments tree, and yeah. stuff. Um, and, and, and they fasten it with hammer and nails so that it would not totter like a scarecrow uh, in a cucumber field. Uh, their idols cannot speak. They must be carried because they cannot walk. Do not fear them. They can do no harm, nor can they do any good. And it's like, see, this is the Christmas tree. The Lord said, do not put this idol in your home. Hmm. Sounds more like an asteroid. Get rid of that tree there, Michael. (laughs) Mine's mine's a green screen. There's a devil tree. Any trees right now. I have all these very festive ladies that are just incredibly just decorating the house and I just didn't have it in me to be the Grinch and be like oh <laughs> stop <laughs> I just know that Christmas is a time where people a lot of times they are very sensitive and I just want to be respectful of that it's good yeah so uh, we're having fun on here too because that that verse there that you talked about oh, that's a little too bright let me get back to the, the other one here <laughs> oh I can't even find there it is uh, but that verse was, uh, you know, very instrumental when I was kind of going against Christmas. But I can tell you the thing that I, I kind of have a hard time with is the commercialization of Christmas. That's what yeah. I struggle with. I love the family. I love getting together. Hey, let's celebrate Jesus's birthday every day. I don't care. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. And it's a fun time of the year. But sometimes for a lot of people, the commercialization and, and you know, can yeah. really drag you down. And so I think we need to differentiate to understand that that usually is more the issue than it is about any of these, these you know, the, like that verse you just read in the Christmas tree. Because honestly, uh, historically, 
My understanding is that Christmas trees themselves being used to celebrate Christmas have only been around since like the mid-1800s to the late-1800s. Before that, there really was no Christmas trees. So any any movies you see where they had Christmas trees, you know, back in the 1500s and so forth, it's like, mm, no, <laughs> wasn't wasn't the real deal. So just something to think about, that that verse in Jeremiah was not talking about Christmas trees specifically. Yeah. Well, my thing is, you know, my thing is... Um, we celebrate every, you know, we celebrate our birthday. Yeah. And we need to just remember and focus on the fact that this day was just chosen to for all of us to get together and celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, even though he wasn't born the 25th of December. And, um, you know, this is where, where I stand, kind of like when I align myself with the ones that are um, Luciferic or Satanists or witches, there's a problem because we know that Satanists do not celebrate Christmas, yeah. not in the birth of Jesus Christ. So every time I find myself on uh, in alignment with them, I stop and I'm like, hmm, hmm, do I want to align myself with their beliefs? So that's where I stand. It's like one day was chosen out of the entire year for everybody to celebrate the birth of Jesus yeah. and what yeah. he represents, you know, the, the, the goodness, the giving, the loving, the <laughs> atmosphere. And, you know, when I grew up, because uh, I grew up in the Romanian Pentecostal church, um, there were a lot of division on Christmas and the Christmas trees, you know, that that's an idol. But the ones that did celebrate it with and put the Christmas tree there, it was more like a prophetic symbolism, like Jesus is the evergreen tree, hmm. you know. And then so that's it's not like we were worshiping the tree. It's just a re representation, a prophetic representation that Jesus is the evergreen tree. He's the one that brought life. He was born to bring life into to humanity and to all of creation so and yeah. i am a christmas nut i absolutely <laughs> am a christmas nut when i can i start decorating my house in drum roll in august <laughs> oh my gosh christmas wow because i all go right, you win. out you know it takes that's the gift that keeps on like, giving yeah, um, absolutely i think so. i actually have your tree karina i think i need to give this <laughs> Your hair, there you hey guys, go. I got to step out just for a second. Sorry. Love it. Um, so my family has had Christmas tree farms, and this is one of our Christmas tree farms. And people do come out there and do photo shoots with their families and things like that. I was trying to find one that was an overview of the farm. I'll find one, a picture of it. But so I've grown up you know taking care of the trees and nurturing them. You know, people don't understand how much work you know goes into growing christmas trees you know and right now they had they have a quite an operation where they had to you know put in driveways and pave things so that 53 foot trucks can come into the you know it's it's just it's a deal and when people are hemming and hawing over paying 40 60 bucks for a tree we're like you have no idea what the last 20 years to grow this tree is, you know? So um, I always bless the trees. Like you were made for this. This is your glory moment. You were here to help people celebrate this. So I, I so love Christmas trees. And even when they're not decorated, when they're still growing, I'm still petting them and playing with them and massaging them. And <laughs> I love Christmas. Well, hey, so here's a story that is kind of funny because back in my Grinchy days, um, there were many. <laughs> thank you. 
Uh, background. Uh, I um I, I I finally got the the family convinced that we didn't have to continue to get live trees. It's like we're killing the trees, kids. Come on, let's not kill the trees. Let's get a fake one, and then what we can do is kind of like you know kind of like procreating, except we get to build a tree together. We're creating a tree. We're doing it in the house. You know, we get a fake tree and we get to put all the limbs on it and everything. It never went over really well. I don't understand. <laughs> right? It's not quite the same. <laughs> when I, when I started getting into all this, um, and it come it come, and and this is for a lot of people who are there now. There's a lot of people there now in our circles and stuff. Um, and we just have to show compassion. And for me, I'm yeah. just like I'm coming, uh, I'm coming down a hill that you guys are about to go up, and I'm like, hey, there's some things to learn, but you definitely need to approach it with love and all this kind of stuff. But um, for me, it was out of a pursuit of not wanting anything extra, of looking at Christianity today and what it's become versus studying the scriptures, the saints and mystics of old. And I want what they had. And yeah. so it was a, it was a, a honest pursuit within me. And it's still there. It's like if Jesus didn't do it and he didn't have it, I don't want it. Um, anything else, any celebrations that you created, any birthdays, whatever it was. And it was it all came from this place of purity. But it gets it gets out of balance really quick and it gets into self-righteousness and you're loved more and you're more obedient to God because you don't do yeah, the, what sad. the pagans do or whatever the case is. And so um, if Jesus didn't celebrate it, I didn't want to celebrate it. Mm -hmm. If Jesus did, if Jesus celebrated Hanukkah, if Jesus celebrated the Feast of Trumpets and Passover, then I want to do it. I don't want nothing more, nothing less than what he they had. So it comes out of this beautiful pursuit of wanting to get back to the truth but you find out we're so far removed from that and we've kind of you know it's kind of snowballed into something else and um the spirit behind all of this stuff the law and because people want to go back and and learn the old ways we got to learn the old traditions we're not jewish but then we have to kind of immerse ourselves in that to to learn these feast days and holy day high holy days and all of that kind of stuff and um um, it, it comes out of, like I said, a, a, a pursuit for truth, yeah. but it's, um, I, um, when I started doing it, we, we started eating kosher. We didn't eat any unclean meats, any, any unclean food. We quit doing Christmas, uh, Thanksgiving, Easter, all of those things. You can look into the pagan roots because they all do. Yeah. But as the, you know, so we, it was like about eight years or so that, uh, I, we did not celebrate. Um, when we got invited to go over to families for dinner and they, they got presents for me. I didn't want the presents. Mm. I was, you know, the Grinch, like you said, and then that saying, I don't want to go here. And like, we wanted to fast on Thanksgiving. Like we didn't want to be a part of any of those holidays. But when, when you, when you pull yourself out of uh, those holidays and stuff, it's like um, we are a festive people. Like the Lord put something within yes. us that we come together as a tribe and as a community to celebrate. And so the good thing is that the Lord does have some beautiful high holy days and things like that. And and going back to what Daniel said, it does tie into the sun and of the moon and of the Sabbath and things like that. And the Lord set that up. But most of us, when we start studying this stuff and we find out about the equinox and we find out about the solstice and how these all of these holy days tie into the sun and stuff like that, we're like, help, pagan. It's pagan. So we want to like kind of pull back. But the beautiful thing with the next stage and getting into the stars and kind of reclaiming our spirituality and knowing that uh, that's our map, that's our grid and things like that. And the work that we're, we're all doing, but Chris Carter as well, talking about the yeah. next ages and stuff like that. We're able to now 
not be afraid to talk about the stars and talk about yeah. the solar system and the constellations as a map. And so going back to the birth of Christ, who were the first people to show up to celebrate the birth of Christ? It mm -hmm. was the stargazers who followed right. yeah. the star in, 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 in the sky. So a lot of it comes out of this place of, of holiness, but we end up, uh, it becomes our righteousness. And that's not our righteousness at all. We, we begin to be known for what we're against versus what we're yeah. for. And we withdraw from those community days and we withdraw yeah. from the fellowship and stuff. And the spirit of Christmas is beautiful. And so when I kind of went on this whole spiritual awakening thing and started, you know, God just doing his work in me, um, about eight years that we withheld from all that, I went and surprisingly just told the family to load up and we went and got a Christmas tree together, freaked them out. They were excited, but something broke in me then, like something broke in, in me that was like my righteousness and what, you know, all this kind of stuff and say, you know what? I just, the spirit of it, we're going to do it. And it's beautiful. But when I talk to those people who were still in it, they look at me as someone that's like, I couldn't keep backslid. it up. And I kind of gave in, I backslid or whatever. But, so yeah, we're about, Five years. I'll <laughs> oh, see you're done. you're putting Santa on now. <laughs> but okay, so if if we're gonna be honest, here's here's the here's the thing, and this is the honest conversation. It's like looking at what's pagan and what isn't. Everything right. that we see is comes from pagan tree. Like yeah. the pagans were here before the Hebrews had their holy days. Like and and it was borrowed, and everything comes from pagan tree. Right. So do we just, you know, even going back to the holy days and looking at the symbolism and all of this stuff, it's like he took over other nations and adopted their customs. And it's it's mixed in. So in this place of purity of like, I don't do that, I don't do this or whatever, man, there, there I think there is a, a fine line there. So I applaud those people who are trying their, their best yes. to really, you know, what I'm saying draw back from anything they think is pagan. I mean, we're searching our heart daily. I don't want nothing in me that's not of you. So we look at the roots of this stuff. And, um, but getting back to our, our rights and, and, and uh, as believers is, you know, the, the stars were created for the, these calendars and signs and symbols. Mm -hmm. And it goes back to why we celebrated in, on those days and their markers throughout the year for us to come together as a people to <laughs> celebrate. And you have to replace so, it though. So, so Derek, I, I can imagine that some people watching this could get really bent out of shape, you know, <clears throat> thinking that everything is pagan and that it all came from you know the, the pagans. But what we have to remember is is you know what you're saying is is true to a large degree, if not a full degree. But the the thing that we have to remember is that God is love. He is the one that created everything, and He has been causing us to grow in our own revelation of Him as the eons have passed. And so we're now in a place where we're beginning to uh, see the fulfillment of that every man would be taught of the Lord and that we are engaging with him in relationship with him and in intimacy with him. And it's through that walk with him that we are able to begin to determine, you know, what is of God? What is of love? That's the key, because if it's yeah. not loving and if it's not loving to your neighbor, yeah. then it's not God. It's probably your own interest and your own stuff yeah. coming up that you're trying to you know be the judge of things and and take god out of the picture and you're missing well, the what, love I mean, point you know what they would say to you then i'm sure you've said this as well is like if you love them tell them the truth if yeah. you love them tell them that they're involved in something that god hates i mean we've had these conversations where we're 
trained on how to talk you out of this. And I've converted a lot of people over to Messianic Judaism and to the Hebrew Israelite movements and things like that. And I've, I've, you know, I've had to suffer the repercussions because when I went back to it, all these other families are not eating pork. They're not doing Christmas and me and my family celebrating, but they're, you know, still denying it to their family, having to explain and stuff like that. So they'll say, you know, if you love them, tell them the truth. Right. So when we're talking about it, it is all love. I'm with you on that, but I'm just, I'm, I'm approaching that from the devil's no, advocate. I hear you. Again, I hear you. I what hear they're going to say, you guys are vouching for something that is not of God or whatever yeah. the case is. And I'm, right. and I'm here as a watchman to tell you the truth. We've all yes. dealt with it or, or at some and, point or are going to. Yeah. And unfortunately that, that needs to be a big check in each one of our hearts as well as people that have that uh, attitude because it really honestly comes most often from a place of our own arrogance and pride that we are in a place where we want to be the one who is right. We want to be able to tell people how to <laughs> do things and, and sway yes. them and influence them to be more like us versus being comfortable in who you are, fully loving yourself, knowing who you are, and able to allow other people to engage in life and how Yahweh's leading them. So. <laughs> Um, yeah. Michael and Martin, or go ahead, Daniel. I know you got to leave yeah. soon. I just had one thing to pick up on, uh, Derek. Thank you for sharing so many insights. Um, as far as Christ being represented by the Son, this was an early Christian thing. They they even uh, nicknamed him like Helios. You, know, you see these in, in the 400 years after Christ. Saint Patrick is referring to Christ by that title, Helios, which is like mm. Greek for. The sun, you know, the sun was such a picture of Christ, you know, uh, at the center of uh, like the this 12 signs of the zodiac, so to speak, and 12 tribes of, 12, of Israel, the 12 apostles. I mean, there's this such yeah. significance in the stars and all of that. And even Moses like borrowed from e Egyptian law and from the law of Hammurabi, you know, into Maat, woven into the, the old laws Testament. of Maat as well. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, whatever whatever it is. And then you know you have the proverbs, the collection of these yeah. wisdom sayings and they borrowed from other kings you know and, and and they borrowed from wherever truth could be found wherever the god was being found and revealed yes. to people they were connecting to them and it's not like very good everything is evil no it's it's that christ is all and in all yep and that uh yeah we're going to recognize that when we have the spirit of truth yes oh, that's yep. so good and yeah. it's it's so much more not about what we do are doing, but it's the heart motivation. It's the intention yeah, right. of our heart in anything. And it, to me, that's really the representation between the tree of life versus the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Mm -hmm. And um, that we do whatever we do from the place of love and relationship. What's going to bless and benefit, you mm -hmm. know, those around us with our witness? But I think that, you know, the funny thing is that Paul actually talks about this. So I just was looking this up. So 1 Corinthians 10, starting in 23, says all things are lawful, but not all things are helpful. Right. All things are lawful, but not all things build up. Let no one seek his own good, but the good of his neighbor. And, you know, it goes in to eat whatever is sold in the meat market without raising any question on the ground of conscience. Man, and that guy, Paul, he was smart. <laughs> he was, man. I think he knew some things, you know, and when you look at the context, I mean, he's specifically saying a lot of those meats were sacrificed to idols and temples. Uh, and then a little bit later, he goes, if one of the believers invites you to dinner and you're disposed to eat, you know, go eat whatever's before you don't don't worry about it. But if someone says to you, hey, this meat has been offered offered as a sacrifice, then don't eat it for the sake of the one who informed you and for the sake of uh, of conscience, not your own but yeah. his conscience. And 
you know, I love it. it says, so then in 31, so whatever you eat and drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it falls in line with exactly what you're saying. It's like, we don't want to rub it in everybody's face. You know, we want to be loving about it. And if it's really someone's conviction, then, you know, if I'm at their house, I'll, I'll do whatever that is. Yes. And that's, that doesn't <clears throat> impact me yeah. or my relationship, my holiness. I mean, because that all comes from, from who we are in Christ. I think yeah. it's that realization uh, of that. But, you know, I, I've been around folks that darn near call me a heretic because I'm going to celebrate, you know, whatever it is, whether it's Christmas or Easter or, you know, have Halloween. Easter, uh, uh, Halloween. Now, see, I'm not there on Halloween yet. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. but, you know, I think it's it's to each of our whatever, wherever we are. Yeah. And I even, I don't know if I even would say it's a maturity. Maybe it is. Um, but, you know, we can take that maturity thing as, oh, well, you're just less mature than me. If you celebrate or don't celebrate, it just depends yeah. on where we are. And I think we can backhand people with, with that <laughs> as well. And that's, you know, we like, we like to do that in the church. We backhand one another with, with scripture, you know, as long as you believe differently, I'll, I'll smack you a little The backhand bit of fellowship. That's right. <laughs> Lay hands on you repeatedly. That's right. Maturity comes in not as how deep you are. Because with knowledge comes vexation sometimes, and we got to yeah. make sure we, do, we have the right knowledge. But the maturity comes in as far as like what we're doing now, and what many of us are stepping into is, you know, that we disagree, but we still walk in love, yes. regardless Absolutely. of you don't do this or you think that what I'm in is not whatever the case. But we still walking in unity. In times past, there's sex and religious orders that we've been involved with that we cut you off, and you're you're not a person. You are less of a Christian, you might be going to hell because you're doing you right. know, Christmas and all of this kind of stuff or Halloween. Like, you know, I've, I've, like I said, definitely been like vigilant. We used to, and I feel bad about it now that I look back, you know, but it, part of that is the wisdom and is the, the empathy that I have because I did do it. So I think I can speak on both sides, but like I was asked to come out and, and, and do concerts at uh, local churches and stuff that trusted me with their youth and there was hundreds of kids and um and it was around christmas time and uh they had a uh, christmas tree in, in the in the uh, foyer and we we had I, I made my own um tracks about christmas and about how it's demonic and the christmas tree i had jeremiah 10 and a bunch of other stuff in there and um and i would hand out the tracks to kids like they were asking for my cds and autographs and stuff and i would autograph the back with the pamphlet and and uh and hand it to these kids and they're going home like what is this <laughs> you know and i feel bad i kind of felt like i betrayed those people who trusted me to come in to their church and and talk about christ and my testimony and stuff like that and we're in there trying to you know but at the same time like i thought i was doing the right yes. thing right yes. was, all, i thought yeah. i was you I've know doing the lord's work for yeah. uh helping these people come out of pagan tree you and know paul was the the master of that you know persecuting exactly. yeah. i was just thinking that <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> So you know, you're in I good love- company. <laughs> yes. Um, I love what uh, you said, Daniel. I so agree with that. It's like the spirit of truth is everywhere. But we just, as Christians, we freak out because we've seen the enemy use that instead of us realizing what we carry inside of us and that we can actually release. It's 
things around us are supposed to be affected by, by what's coming out yes. from within us. Yeah. yeah. And if there's anything that there needs to be sanctified, don't throw the baby out the, with the bathwater, but allow Christ in me to come forth out as that creative light and sanctify whatever the enemy has used. Because like Derek, like you said, everything really, if you look at it, everything comes from paganism. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, yes, right, you know, right. you know uh, January, February, March. I mean, so what are we going to do? August. I mean, right? August Boycott it all. Boycott it all. <laughs> are we going to create now our own days of the week and months? There's no wisdom in that. It's like focus on what you do need to create. Create love. Because yes. love is not just a feeling. Love is the ultimate energy source and the essence of who God is. So if we understand that and we release that, then let the other who fall to the ground. Who cares, you know? And again, my yeah. thing is this is where, where I stand and this is what I try to tell people because a lot of times when we speak or when we teach, you know, you're coming out of a different direction with people that have been in a box. It's like, listen, if what you hear, no matter how crazy it sounds, no matter what you look at, you know, if, if it draws you closer to Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. to Yeshua, to your identity, I'm t I promise you, a devil, a demon's not going to teach you that. Exactly. Come right. on. With a Christmas tree, with a Christmas, you know, if we keep, whatever we look to multiplies. Yes. Whatever we look yeah. to becomes a source of our supply. So if I'm looking at Christmas with uh, the, the, oh, it's demonic, it's this, it's that. And guess what? That's what's going to multiply. And it's going to be demonic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You'll see it everywhere. Bondage yes. for us and for our children's children's children, instead of looking at it and say, okay, we recognize, you know, it's commercialized, it's this, is that. It was, they, the pagans use it, but that's not what we're going to focus on. Let's right. focus on love. What does it really mean in your heart? Love and giving. Mm -hmm. Yeah, love and giving. So yeah. mm -hmm. that's, and I love, again, Daniel, what you said. There's, you know, truth is everywhere. And mm -hmm. if we really know who we are and if we dare to go out there and bring and pull the truth and let the other things fall yeah. where they well, need to fall and just bring the truth and allow truth to bring the change that God needs to bring, even in Christmas. And, you know, we, we get to see the, the, the fact that, you know, people are not walking in love when they're walking in so much fear. Because we know that perfect love casts out all fear. And if yeah. you're afraid of something, then, you know, anytime I'm afraid of something or stressed, I know that's a time for me to start asking, okay, Father, judge me. What's going on? Show me what's, what's in me that I need to, uh, you know, work on or that I need to change because there is no fear. There is no fear in that perfect love. And do we really believe the Bible that greater is he that is in me than is he who is in the world? Do, am right. I changing the world or is the world just waiting to get me and it's going to eventually snag me and pull me down? No, we need to understand who we truly are, that we are the ones that are changing the world. So. Hey there. Thank you for joining Kingdom Talks. We are taking a short break to share with you the life-changing online course called Ultimate Impact. Gil and Adina do an amazing job taking the complicated and making it simple and applicable for your life. Ecclesia groups are using this course to shift their thinking into the next age paradigm. Yeshua spoke of power, authority, love, and oneness that we have yet to walk in. So if you're ready to deconstruct limiting beliefs in order to step into what Father is doing now, this course is for you. Sign up today at KingdomTalksMedia.com under the Courses tab. Now, back to the show. Michael, we haven't heard from you yet. I'm just basking in all this revelation, and I lost my voice because of the spirit of Christmas. 
I have three things to say, and then I don't want to interrupt anybody, but um, on a lighter note, our our Basham family tradition is that we burn Christmas trees. So in Florida, when on this long street, dead end road, and all the families put their Christmas trees out after a couple weeks. You know, after after Christmas, okay. After dry. Christmas is fine. So you're not stealing. You're not stealing Christmas tree. From nobody. <laughs> right. The way we do it is we get in our big old Ford Triton V10 van, and me and our teenagers and the kids will drive out, and everybody piles out, grabs the Christmas tree, throws it in the back of the van, and we drive off. <laughs> those bring them home to the bonfire, and this bonfire, when you light those things on fire, those oh, yeah, they go. They dry most of them. Yep. Insane! Like that's probably my favorite tradition about Christmas. So for all of you Christmas haters, like, light of no. the world, right? We're just letting our light shine. <laughs> but no, I like what Adina was saying. Everybody has great points. But I was just thinking about if Christmas is Conception Day, then that would probably make nine eleven. A lot of people think Jesus's actual birthday was nine eleven. That would make wow. sense. Nine months from December. Right. But that was one other thing. Oh, now that's getting into conspiracy, Michael. <laughs> Way to segue, oh, man. We Way don't to segue. do conspiracy here. <laughs> All from the Fringe Radio actually. Network. Oh, <laughs> Think about it. Right. <laughs> oh. oh, my gosh. Well, I just get so excited when I hear Christmas music, and I know that some people just hate it. But you know what? What other time of year on the regular in stores and in the on the regular radio do you hear? You know, Jesus Christ is born, and even here comes Santa Claus. Get, let's give thanks to the Lord above, cause Santa, cause, yes. cause whatever it is, somebody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like how often do you get to hear that kind of stuff? The Once answer never. It's only Christmas. Yeah. And I, well, I, have I to, like to uh, sing Christmas music in July and well, March. Those of us who are Christmas do that, but yeah. <laughs> I, I was really touched uh, by that because our, our Christmas last year was very interesting because along with um, stomach flu and a lot of the family, and 11, <laughs> 11 hours at the L.A. airport on Christmas Day. But, but it was so touching and moving to go, here we're in an airport and all these people are captive audiences, and here's... Mm -hmm. There, it's proclaiming the story of who Jesus exactly. is, mm -hmm. and it's amazing. And usually it's CNN, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's a good point, though. Like Christmas time from November to December to New Year's is a very lonely time for a lot of people who are mm -hmm. estranged from their families. Mm -hmm. Yeah, cast in negative light. But it's like this is an opportunity. When I was a full time missionary, we would totally blitz on Christmas. We weren't obsessed with Christmas ourselves so much, but I mean, there were people getting mystical prophecies about what heaven was doing during Christmas, so take it or leave it. But it was a great time to witness to people who didn't have family. So that's a great time. Like, find those guys that you know or girls that are just obviously not talking a lot. They're not showing up to too many parties. They're, I love that. You know, reach out to those people because it's, it's a great time to win souls. Yeah, and, yes. and even just a and good time to share the love of God. I mean, just, yeah. you know, invite Anytime. them over, yeah. have a meal with them, take them out to eat, do something with them, because yeah. you're right, that it, yeah. it it's the best time of the year, but it can also be the hardest time of the year. Well, and, you know, it's interesting, I'm reading through the, you know, doing the chronological uh, Bible, and I'm, so I'm in Deuteronomy, and it's, what was interesting to me is it talks about, 
you know, celebrating the feast and the tithe, which is different when you actually read it in Deuteronomy, but it's basically stored up and have a party. Exactly. Yeah. And, yes. You know, yes. Get wine, get food, get yes. all, and I mean, blow it party. out. And, if, and yes. if you think about it, in a way, that's what the Christmas season actually does. I mean, people fly home from yeah. wherever they are, they celebrate as family. And I love what you were saying, Michael, because it's gathering in the widows, the orphans as well, and bringing in everybody. And it's like the whole season is this celebration. You know, yes, it's commercialized, but you look at it, just like what you're saying, Berlin. I mean, you never hear Christmas music, and Christmas music is really glorifying the birth of Christ. And it's everywhere, right? Oh, now we've got Santa and all that, but it's you're celebrating family, bringing everybody together. And it's, it's the heart and the intent behind however we do that yeah. is, is I think we've been saying, is, is the biggest piece of it. Because I can just commercialize it out and celebrate Santa, really, and gifts and those things, and, and it just it's something totally different. Or we can bring it as the, the ultimate gift, which is Christ, and, and bring it from there. But it enables us to bring people of all cultures, societies together, which exactly. that's the heart of the Father. Uh, right it's the unity piece so anyone who's saying don't celebrate christmas they're dividing right absolutely absolutely this is what i was the point i was trying to make uh, my first comment when we excuse me find ourselves because again in the political arena we can see how they were trying to um to do away with christmas with the christmas music because it does glorify jesus so when me i'm speaking for me personally here when I find myself on the same line with them, because they don't want to hear about Christmas, they don't want to hear, you know, there were schools that they were not even allowed to mention anything about Christmas because right. of the political correctness, because of what it represented. It does represent Christ, it does yeah. represent his birth. Right. So, you know, when I find myself on the same line, that's when I have to stop and say, okay, is this coming out of um, just my desire, like you said, Derek, to be more holy, to act more holy? what is the desire what is the motive behind my not liking this you know because yeah. it, that's really good Can yeah me- before before you know trump came in and it doesn't matter what political view you have you know you couldn't even say merry christmas right, right? Yeah. Bad, yeah. greetings what the heck is that <laughs> i mean i came from a communist nation you were allowed to have christmas but you were not allowed to say certain things hmm. because they were associating that with Christ's birth, and it was a uh, atheist nation. So, you know, how can I say that I love the Lord and I'm a follower and I'm a son, but yet I find myself on the same wavelength and frequency, if you will, with the ones that are against it, yeah. because they are against Christ. Yeah. So, no, you know. That's it's yeah. that's good, and, and I think what you're showing there is that there are, are kind of the two ditches. The one ditch is, you know, satanic, just against Christ, against God. The other mm-hmm. is, I'm so holy and righteous that I'm going to show everybody how righteous I am, and I'm not right. going to keep this pagan holiday. You know, it comes from a place of arrogance. So staying out of those two ditches and being able to walk in the center where love, you know, again, rules rules everything, and that we are looking at everything through the eyes of love. Right. Yeah, if I could interject for just a moment. Um, I have to duck out because I'm going to be uh, heading out to do a concert at a nursing home. Awesome Christmas All concert. Right. I get tons okay. of Christmas music and I absolutely love it. I actually have recorded some. If any of those interested in hearing some really fun Christmas tunes uh, at reflect, reflect.bandcamp.com. 
I got some amazing tunes up there. My favorite, one of my favorites is the Huron Carol. Go check it out. Well, hey, but, Daniel, uh, yeah. and make sure, everyone, make sure that when we air this, uh, that uh, you guys get on there and put your links so people can know where to find you. Yeah, and be, be praying for me, too. Thank you for that. And mm -hmm. also, I just wanted to, to just share something that the Lord put on my heart this morning. Just this phrase, faith expresses itself through love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and I just <clears throat> leave you with that. You can discuss. <laughs> I got a deck out. Uh, one right. more time. What is your website again? Just say it one more time. Uh, Reflect.bandcamp.com is where Thank you can you. hear our, our music. Yeah. There's lots of Christmas tunes right at the top page. Daniel, thank you so much for being on. I appreciate you being Bye, here. Bye, Daniel. Yeah. Bless you. God Take bless care. You. Bye, Bye, Daniel. Bye. Take Take care. Care. Merry Good Christmas. You, man. Merry Christmas, brother. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to have to shift things around uh, once, once Daniel's off here. There we go. Um, so... I got these two little things on my screen, these little uh, emblems. They're, um, one's a, a, a Hanukkah, and the other is a Christmas ornament. So Christmas or Hanukkah, uh, which one? Both. 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 <laughs> Good answer. And I, I would yeah. think that uh, most kids would like Hanukkah because I think the tradition is you for eight, eight days. days you get a gift every day. So, yeah. hey, you might as well make That's the most of stuff. it. We've yeah. kind of we've kind of we've kind of phased out Hanukkah, but I would I would like to to keep it again just to remember because it was so beautiful. Just us as believers, what we would do, and f for us it was more like uh, Thanksgiving. It really was like a mm -hmm. Thanksgiving. So understanding the story of Hanukkah, and it's really about remembering God's miracles and God's provisions over your life. And yeah. so for 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 eight nights, uh, the first night we would we would have the menorah and we would make a dinner. And we would make sure that every night we sat down at the, at the dinner table as a family, but we would turn out all the lights in the house. We would have people over to celebrate with us, but we would turn out all the lights and then you would have the helper candle, which mm -hmm. in uh, you know the um, messianic circles represents Jesus being yes. the light of the world. And wow. he lights the other candle. Right. So we would, it would be pitch black and we would sit in darkness and we would remember when we sat in darkness before the light of Christ came into our lives. And so we would sit in darkness, we would light the, the helper candle, and my daughter would usually light the first one, and then the room would be illuminated with the light that represented Christ. And so we, were sit we sat in darkness before uh, he came into our lives. And then just again with the Thanksgiving, because the whole thing is, like I said, remembering God's provision. Lord, we just, just this time of remembrance, which is so beautiful, because we forget, you know, coming together to do communion why because you forget you forget about me don't forget about me i have these these days they all point to me they're celebrated in the newness of life and, and not in the old way but in the new covenant of who i am so everything points to christ again if we do christmas if we do easter whatever we're doing it's pointing to christ and it's pointing to the spirit of love and unity so when we would celebrate it that's what we were doing it was something very beautiful to come together for for eight not just one night or two nights it was every night yeah. like eight nights back to back that's so cool yeah yeah that's cool it's, it's where your focus is you know yeah. um on on facebook um i saw a post that somebody put um for I, I believe three years in a row and basically what they were saying is that the lord showed them that whoever celebrates christmas will be will be judged and they were going there's going to be a repercussion of that so i looked at that post and i was like that is not the love of the father that the spirit of god is not behind that at all yeah. 
So that's why I believe, again, whatever we focus on, because even in Easter, I mean, you guys, we know there's paganism, paganism with, you know, the bunny and all of that. But again, what do we focus on? Like yeah, you were saying, again, you know, you focused on Jesus being the light of the right. world, because if we don't focus on the right things, if we are so consumed by what the pagans did, but, you know, this is demonic, this is, then that's going to multiply. And then we get to a point where as a leader, you know, that have been entrusted with a, uh, a group of people, we're actually releasing curses. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then we put right. the Lord said this, that whoever celebrates right. this will be judged, that, you know, right. judgment is coming. And it's like, whoa. So that's why we always have to make sure that the love is there and focus on, focus on what we want to see in that celebration yeah yeah you know yeah, and people may really get bent out of shape by this statement so i do want to be careful how i say it but uh, you know honestly we have to remember that before abraham there were pagans i mean yeah. and and yeah. we have to just as we are honoring the church for bringing us this far and getting us ready for the next age we also in some ways some ways mm -hmm. need to be careful that we're not demonizing all the pagan stuff because we came from that right so we yeah. we, we just got to be careful we want to demonize everything and we need to stop that and focus on the love of god and what he's doing in our lives now and what he wants us to do in the future with those around paul, us yeah i mean what well, you know in the, in the book of acts paul used it that's something that we talked about gail paul was quoting the hymn to zeus in yeah. him yes. we live and move and we have our being like that's from the hymn of zeus but paul was like no in uh, him, I'll yeah, take me yeah. living <laughs> yeah, right. and have our yeah, and have I our love that. In, in, I, love in that. I have a great idea. This is how we can appease all the Christmas haters. We can all get a Santa pinata. <laughs> we'll have a Santa pinata and we can just make it all about Jesus, but we still hate something that's distracting from the gospel. Wait, yeah. restoration of all things. Santa will be restored. There we go. I like that. Santa will repent. Santa is Saint Nick. I mean, I know. Yes, yes. yes. Right. yes. Exactly. Was an amazing, He's... is an amazing. Uh, saint is yes. an amazing uh, we honor him. Uh, a man, yeah. you know, it's an amazing, yeah, that's that's in the cloud of witnesses. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, yeah, you know, we can demonize it. Got... We have to be so well, I so no Santa Pian Pinata. Sorry, well, uh, I thought Santa yeah, was yeah. Satan, I just, Satan's claws. Santa, Santa claws yeah. is Not Satan's Satan. claws. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Derek. <laughs> no, I've, no, that's one thing that they say. I don't know oh, if y'all yeah. heard that. They try to say, you rearrange the, the letters in Santa. It really is Satan's yes. claws. <laughs> and like, he knows when, when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. No, he don't. God knows. Like nightmares. He don't that's know, MK you know. Ultra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Martin, but, you were going to say something? Yeah, I was going to, I mean, on the on the whole Santa thing, I saw on Facebook again with somebody else's post. I mean, they just went nuts on the whole Santa thing. Oh, you're spreading lies. And this guy, you know, is a really awesome believer, kind of in the mystics, you know. And this individual was just so angry with him. And she dropped and, you know, left and all that. But it was on the whole, you're spreading lies and this and that because it doesn't exist. And, and I, I don't know if Derek, it was on one of your posts recently or not, but it was uh, that, you know, because I've always understood it as that yeah, was St. Nick and, you know, all those things. Oh, the, but was it the, the shaman one? The Siberian yeah, yeah, shaman the shaman one. one. And a whole nother episode. That was a whole <laughs> nother deal, man. I was like, yeah. wow. that. But it, 
I see it, you know, and it was borrowing the, the flying reindeers and, you know, and, and all the gifts and the, they're, you know, doing there's mushrooms. so many different, there's so many different variations to all of it, not just yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. Christmas, every single thing. We're in the information age and you're going to find so many different cultures that did it yeah. differently and took this mm -hmm. and that. Uh, and, uh, you know, to, so just to say that this is exactly what it is, that even those right. people who are, who are preaching against it, that's yeah. just one idea. There's there's other people preaching against it who have a whole nother philosophy and right. why they're against it and different yeah. gods that were associated yeah. with it and all so, of this. And it's like, man. So here, here's the thing and that, that I would just say to all the listeners, you know, if, if you're really, you know, vehemently against Christmas, I would ask you to just ask the father, what's in you that causes you to hate, you know, to, to just be so Kill, angry. steal and destroy. What's what's you know seriously? It's what's in what's in your heart yeah. that, that, that makes you feel that way. Behind. Because I would just want to say and, and challenge you in an, in a very nice and loving way that perhaps there's something there that just needs to be healed yet. Because uh, right. when you are engaged with the Father, it's love, and and I can guarantee you he's not been out of shape about a bunch of people celebrating Christmas or Hanukkah or anything else. If they're celebrating something and they're enjoying life and they're loving loving him. He is absolutely, you know, he's absolutely ecstatic about that. And yeah. so be looking to find out what's in your heart. Why would you want to spend time in the enemy's camp, letting that hatred and the nastiness and whatever it is that's coming out? Why would you want to spend time in his camp? Let's and get out of that we, camp and get into the Father's yeah, camp. Yeah, and we could ask people with a, with a spiritual gift of prophecy or vision, maybe they'll tell us what kind of events are going on in the heavenly realm during this Christmas season. Yeah. Like, what is yeah. God thinking Well, right hey, now? if you... interesting stuff mm -hmm. going on. Yeah, I just want to give a quick shout out to Chris Carter and his uh, uh, Christmas thing he's doing. It's open to everybody, so uh, right. check it out on our website. If you guys don't have it up on your Until website, December put it 19. up there. He's, he's going to do something where they're going to go into the heavens. He's going to lead oh, the wow. way. Uh, it, I, I'm going to be there. It's great. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, I've done yeah. it two times with him, and it's amazing. It's amazing. God is not freaking out about this. No. God is a God of joy and love. I mean, my goodness. It's, yeah. It's Come on. And I, focus. Yeah, and I want to want to comment on the Hanukkah thing because those who are like no Christmas only Hanukkah is there's even a lot of difference about that background. Um, when I a number of years ago, I was so excited to read the book of books of Maccabees, and I was going through it and I was waiting for the miracle of the oil story, and it is not in the original at all. And so some historians believe that it was made up by some of the Pharisees sect later on because they were mad at the Maccabees because of the war, war and all of that that went on. And so they wanted to make a good story that would, you know, draw away from the warfare to, you know, the lights. And, and so it was, it was kind of disillusioning for a while. I had to kind of process this. You know, it's true that the Maccabees cleansed the temple and, you know, worshiped and all of that. But in the original, there's not evidence of the miracle. And um, so it, it could have happened, but I, you would think that the original writers of it would include it in their, yeah. you know, their account. Um, and so I hope that doesn't um, disillusion anybody. You just yank the rug right out from, from beneath those who are. But I, I think it is interesting to understand that all of the things that we do, the traditions and the cultures, um, they have been steered different directions from the original 
and so if we go I've got to be back to the pure and to the right and to the holy it's not about the function again it's about the spirit in which we're doing it exactly yeah. we, we really have to be careful we have to kind of just get real with the, the fact that we can see it in today's age just how many things you know fake news how much stuff gets misconstrued and, and yeah. you know is, is not the, the truth mm -hmm. so where do you go to find the truth and be settled well each one of us have to be having our own experience yeah. and journey and intimacy with yeah. Yahweh and we need to be focused on the love of what's going on there and not get hung up on all the the rules about and the do's and don'ts of everything but understand what Father is trying to do through scripture that he's trying to lead us closer to him and yeah. that we just understand that and not get bent out of shape when other people you know believe something a little bit differently that it's okay that we are all one together in him so let's let's love one another let's be together let's stop beating on one another <laughs> well and Gil I think you know one of the hard things I know we mentioned kind of the prophetic and being able to see and, <clears throat> and hear from the Lord and that also is dependent in some ways on where you're coming from if you're coming from a place of anger frustration and judgment then you know what as crazy as it sounds you're gonna hear judgmental yes. things and see judgmental yeah. things against Christmas so you'll have right. It's you'll the have frequency you put that, out. Yeah, you'll have prophetic people that say, "Absolutely, I heard directly from the Lord." It 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 saddens him, it. it angers him, and he it. hates yeah. it. And yeah. then you'll have others that, man, it's it was a huge party in the heavens, and everybody was just having a great time. Yeah. And I think if if you're coming at it from a judgmental God, and I think, to be honest, I think many of your your prophetic individuals that see and and really the judgment, doom, and and teach and preach that that that's their perception and I, my opinion is they they lack a true identity in christ which yeah. is love and completeness yeah. and i'm glad we, that so many of those prophecies have been wrong because otherwise california would be gone <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> well exactly you know but as you at least for me my experience you know when i was heavy heavy i was the warrior you know and everything was about demons and battling man i did it all the time i saw it everywhere and now that, you know, the last few years as I've, the Lord has, it's not me, it's really the Lord pushing me deeper into identity with him. And I, and for me, maturity, then I'm seeing less and less of that, but my strength is increasing in the spirit. And it's like, they're just not as much there. And when I encounter them, it's not even a big deal. It's like, yeah. let's knock them out, be done. And we get back into, to, you know, hanging with Jesus in the heavens. <laughs> and it's just, I don't see as much, it's still there. But I don't see it as much. At low levels, though. They're at low yeah. levels. And so when, when yeah. you're at a low level of what you can see, taste, taste, touch, is right in front of you, that's a low level. The demons, yeah. they're not allowed to go up to higher levels of frequency. They're right. on the low levels. And, and, and judgment and name calling and finger pointing, guess who's there? You're going to see them everywhere. They're there. Yeah. So when you're seeing demons everywhere, they're there. But once you go higher to love and, and uh, universal love, Love that is is not uh, moved by ifs and uh, you know hold you to it's and things like that. That right. there's no there's no demons there as far as the the warfare fighting and, and name calling and, and and you know what I'm saying finger pointing and, and having to be right. You kind of you kind of you know what I'm saying. Um, yeah, it's good. Graduate those you. levels. They really good. are at the low level. I, in the defense of the some of these people are my good friends who are on the jag about exposing the paganism in Christmas. I'll be also first to admit I was on that boat and part of me kind of 
and my baby's crying. I'm gonna run and grab her. We're gonna bring an actual newborn onto the camera in just a minute. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. You know, I I'm so sick and tired of all the materialism and all the focus on random goofy kitty stuff and the way that we've allowed that to glorify just some of the worst parts of materialism. A part of me really loved that sense of like, yes, it's Illuminati. But recently I've noticed in the last couple of years that the enemies really tried to stamp out Christmas. Like, like look at the impeachment happening right now. Like that says it all. They're gonna try to impeach the president on Christmas. Right. Like, they always do that. So even if you know there there are negative aspects to it, um, I just kind of done another. It's kind of made me yeah, do a double take right. recently, you know. Yeah. Sure. yeah. What? Yeah. What are they really trying to cover up? I mean, that's a whole different episode. But really, right. it's not yeah. about. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, I think. I think. And I, I know. And I like I said. I, I know you. You know, didn't want to scare anybody. But I think that you, you do find what you're, you're looking for. And I. And I'm going back to saying like everything's pagan or whatever it's it's borrowed from unchristian people and that's what we're going to call pagan so i i do think that these these um um warriors i think they're right i do th i think they're focusing in on the pagan origins and you focus on it it's there and you tell people it's there it, but it, it where does it stop though like do you stop with christmas or do you go to easter Okay, right. do you, okay, so now what about the car that you're driving? Do you right. rip the emblem off of your car that is uh, on, like named after pa pagan star gods? Right. I, bought, I, bought, I bought a Saturn. You know that Saturn is, is like linked to Satan, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. like do, you pull, do you pull the emblem off or do you right. not buy that? Do you boycott Netflix because they just had a uh, gay Jesus know, crazy deal. Christmas yeah. gay Jesus thing? Do you just do it because you're holy, you're pure? Like it, it never stops, and that's the thing. The more studying, the more studying, the more you're like, wow, all of this is pagan. Like I'm sitting here digging a hole for myself, thinking that I'm gonna get back to the original before it was tainted. But most of this stuff was even tainted from the from its conception, yeah. and we were told and we thought that it's right, and we get involved with Seventh Day Adventist churches, and they don't do they do the Sabbath, and they don't partake participate <laughs> hey, wait, 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 in wait. this kind of stuff. And, <laughs> It doesn't, it doesn't stop though, because like right. for me, I've been a part of all of these groups yeah. and I've studied and gleaned from them. And it's like, you think like so, all of them have something beautiful they bring to the table, yes. what they do yeah. do and what right. they don't do. And if they, you know, and, and that's what they become known for though, right? We, we don't do this, we don't do that versus about who we are and what we bring to the table. Yeah. It does, there's no end so, to it. There really isn't. Yeah. So whatever you do, eat, drink, celebrate, don't partake, whatever, do unto the glory of God, which yeah. is love, yeah. which yeah. is yeah. universal love that he, God, God so loved the world that he gave. And so that's what we're supposed to do. And All right, we Michael, have a who, new next -ager. Yeah. yeah. Tell us about the new next -ager. A <laughs> little basham. I did not she dress you like this. This is totally coincident. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> She's adorable. I can speak for her that Aww. she is here on behalf of all babies. And <laughs> I'd like to say. It's kind of, you know what? She may never die. Sorry? She may never die. That's right. She's in that generation. This is an yeah. immortal. This is an yep. eternal being right here, guys. Come on. Love it. He's here to, to fight for all that is good and true about Christmas. So <laughs> watch out. <laughs> Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go, but yeah. let me end, end with this um comment um which I totally forgot. 
<laughs> it was amazing. It was, it was an incredible comment. Um, well, think about it for a second. Just we need to wrap it up anyway. Any anybody got a final last word? Um, while Karina hopefully thinks of hers. You know, I think I think for me, it's I mean, and we've been saying it, but it's doing everything in love, love and honor and respect. And yeah. you know, for those who are absolutely adamant against it then respond in love, right? Yeah, because yeah. they're in a different place and that they, yeah. they believe as, as many of us have said, we've been, you know, either on one side or the other of it and they're, they're doing it out of, you know, trying to do the right thing and, right. Right. you know, then respond and honor with them in love. And so I think if we are doing it out of love and honoring the Lord, uh, then that's how we, not just with Christmas, but everything that we do is identity and love. And so I think that would be my, my parting, kind of message on doing everything with right an identity in Christ and love. I remember now. Good. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up. Um, what I'm noticing, you know, as you guys are all are talking, you know, about the, the different things like, you know, Derek, you were also saying, like, where does this stop? It seems to me the picture that I got when you guys are talking is that the enemy is getting us so busy with stupid things yes that really don't matter to god like okay you know like squirrels everywhere and we're like running like you know like a dog after our own tail or trying to catch the squirrels so that then we are not on our assignment standing firm and taking care of the business that really matters yeah because so good. We're, we're you know we're like against christmas and uh, uh, easter and all the stuff but yet there's children dying mm -hmm. there's children yeah. being sacrificed every day you know, there's stuff going on in our government. The end, you know, like this impeachment or whatever's happening. So I really see that the enemy, so he's so smart. Whoever says he's stupid does not really understand the strategies here mm -hmm. because he gets us busy with stupid stuff. Fighting against each I'm, other. Yeah, yes. and if yeah. I'm busy yeah. trying, always trying to, oh, this is demonic, this is demonic, oh, you can't be doing that, you can't be doing that that I'm not focused on what God is telling me to do now. We're not coming yeah. in unity. We're divided, looking yeah. at dumb things that really don't matter to God and not looking at what does matter to God because we're so busy yeah. with what the enemy's throwing around. You know, like yeah. he has us going in just in circles, arguing and fighting for something like it's Christmas. That's just <laughs> insane. Let's focus on Lord, what is your assignment for us as sons? Exactly. What? wounds your heart what is there that you want us to change in this age that we're living so it's very that's good what I very feel. good well hey and i'm uh -oh. going to ask everyone else can you guys can the rest of you stay on for a few more minutes you good for yep. you know, 10 yeah. 15 okay uh so karina thank you for being on here and yes. and uh, just thank you martin thank you Derek. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Berlin. Thank you, Daniel, who had to leave early already. Just blessings to all of you. And uh, again, if you want to see what we're going to do next, then go to KingdomTalksMedia.com and uh, click on the membership and uh, join us in the in the back end. So we just bless you all. And just real quickly, just to say that if wherever you're at, we honor you, we bless yes. you. Whether you celebrate yes. Hanukkah or Christmas or nothing at all, we just want to bless you and honor you because you are worthy because Yeshua died for you. Yes. Blessings yeah. to all Merry of you. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. Thanks, Gil. <laughs> Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for taking time out to listen to Kingdom Talks. You can find out more about Kingdom Talks Media and our mission to unite in faith and grow as mature sons at KingdomTalksMedia.com. Please continue to like, 
subscribe, and share with your friends. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Spreaker, Spotify, iTunes, Fringe Radio Network, and many more places. Go to our website to find links to all of our media outlets, as well as fantastic online courses and conferences, including the life-changing interactive course, Ultimate Impact. And last but not least, we ask that you consider partnering with us to fulfill the mission to get these messages to the world. To become a partner, go to the Partnership tab on our website. Thank you, and until next time, live a blessed life and keep carrying us in your heart and sharing us wherever hearts are open.